Welcome to the Keep the Faith podcast. I am your host, Tori. We do apologize for the technical difficulties. The last time, for some reason, the microphone did not unmute. So we were probably talking for, I think, 10 minutes without no sound. So, But I saw what happened. The intro cuts cut the microphone off. So we do apologize. Now we have to start over. So we're going to start from the top. And of course, welcome you guys back um, to the Keep the Faith podcast. Had a wonderful weekend over the weekend. Um, I was saying on the last time that I wanted to give a shout out to Miss Shalonda Waiters. She had the first annual Sparkle Gala over the weekend in honor of Asaya Jordan. It was a beautiful occasion. Uh, seven students um, received scholarships, so which was a beautiful thing. And also wanted to say um, big shout out to um, the city of Hartsville had their last um, in a in a series of gospels in the park. The last very last one was last, yesterday, and everything from beginning to end was amazing. And of course, I have in the studio with me. My classmates, my friend, my sister, Miss Tawana Ross, also known as Queen Duchess. How are you? Yes, yes, yes. Hi, hi to everyone. So um, I was actually telling everyone, we'll ask you the question before, what, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, once again, um, I am a native of Darlington. Um, I have recently moved back home to Darlington. Um, and I'm I'm ready to give back to my community. Um, I'm ready to work and serve. Uh, I do not work here. I still travel. I'm traveling still, but I have recently moved back. Okay. Now, like I was telling you before, tell about tell us about your children <laughs> and the grandbabies that you have. <laughs> yes, I am a grand duchess. I am a grand duchess. Uh, I have two wonderful new, uh, well, my little Zola, Zola, She now she is about five months old, um, and my little Amelie Bug, she is two, and uh, I am enjoying being a Grand Duchess, uh, and I have four kids, um, ooh, three are grown and out of school, yay, <laughs> um, and I have one more, and she is a junior in high school, so... Um, I, I am almost complete. I am almost. I've been doing this mama thing for a long time, about 28 years. So mm. I mean, I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not trying to relive my 20s, but I'm enjoying these 40s. I know that's right. Yeah. So. Now, what we're talking about, the topic is going to be moving forward and we can go into very, you know, many areas. But we want to touch on we're talking about um in regards to the, I was saying that my son does school virtually and we we're talking about how that affects kids that are doing, the social skills may affect the kids that are doing homeschooling virtually, how it affects it. And just, I wanted you to reiterate the conversation that you and I had. Let's, let's try to recreate what we just <laughs> said. Listen, I, rem I don't remember everything, everything that we yes. said, but let's just try to recreate the conversation. Basically, you and I had a conversation yeah. In regards to my son going to school virtually and you was telling me how, you know, it may, you know, affect his social skills. Yes, Kaderis. And as I learned, he is one of the few that has been doing very good, exceptionally well um, during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, most of my students have not. They have struggled with being home, uh, not in the classroom, not in the classroom setting, and including my own kids. 
um, my son has been a recent, like I said, a recent graduate. Mm-hmm. And um, and like I said, <laughs> hey, the state of South Carolina say he is a graduate. He he walked across that stage, but I know what the boy was doing and wasn't doing. But hey, they got him out there. He got he's out. Um, but uh, and even Tiana, my my youngest, the last one, she is the last of the Mohegans. Mm-hmm. She is a junior in high school, mm-hmm. and she um. She struggled a little bit. She did. She struggled being home, uh, you know, working from home. It's not always easy. Uh, we work from home as as parents, so we all had to adjust our lives. Um, uh, I am what they call that essential uh, employee. Mm-hmm. So I, I work from home. And um, it was a task because counseling, doing therapy, uh, online through zone through zoom it's not always easy you don't have that personal connection with people and so if we struggle as adults adjusting during this pandemic how do we think the kids are kids are still developing and not and don't even know themselves and they struggle in so many different ways also so um for Kaderis to exceed the way he is that is excellent yeah but uh one of his struggles is personal skills his social skills yes um and that and see that's how it is you can you can exceed in one area and fall short in another area and social skills are very important uh and that's what we were talking about like if we see how the crime rate with our youth has increased over time even Mm -hmm. our even our city um we have had more public shootings and a lot of things that's going on with our youth our youth because they do not know how to uh, socialize. You know, it's easy to pick up a gun and fight or it, well, they, they don't fight. They've been shooting. Um, so it's easy for them to get caught up in, you know, what's out here in the community and not know how to talk and speak and, and do those kind of things. And it's a struggle for them. Um so social skills is very important, um, even with our little ones. You know, they have really suffered uh, elementary because that's what they learn. They learn by socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have that skill, you struggle with it. You don't know how to talk and behave in public. Um, and in uh, in in our youth, they become a lot more angry and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And we see that's why you know crime rate and things have increased. Wow. And we want to also, um, like I said, want to touch bases on the, you know, because we have we have so many conversations because we talk a lot. But I want to touch bases on that as well, because like I said, Kaderis, my son is doing extremely well and I'm extremely proud of him. He currently has all A's, which is phenomenal. And I was saying earlier, too, um, that prior to, um, you know, last time I was saying that. Like I see where some of his peers did not succeed and they actually they didn't have a choice. They had to go back to school because one of the stipulations, of course, automatically we didn't know where we were going when the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So, of course, all the students had the opportunity. But the stipulation at the end of the last school year was you had to be excelling and you had to have two recommendations from two Mm -hmm. teachers in order for you to do virtual. So I was very, very impressed. Very proud of him because he maintained the honor roll all year. And prior to that, that's what I was saying, that in middle school, he was being bullied. So I think that was that plays a that plays a factor as, you know, him being successful at home because, you know, he's more focused. And when you're at school and you're being bullied, you're not going to. And the thing I didn't like about my son 
is he didn't want to get anyone in trouble. Mm-hmm. So what? he was suffering. His grades yeah. were suffering. Mm-hmm. And also he didn't want to tell because he felt mm-hmm. like he was going to be bullied even more. Even more so, yeah. so, and then when this year came around, he told me, he's like, well, I want to do virtual again. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, we agree. I, we applied. And of course, since he excelled last year, he of course he was accepted yeah. back into a virtual academy but he did say we made the decision mm-hmm. well he said he made the decision a couple of days ago he's like well i want to go back to in the building for my junior and senior year and i said awesome. okay cool yeah. just as long as we you know take the necessary precautions because i feel as though COVID is here to stay so right. but um that's the bridge we're gonna cross when we get there but yeah. now we're gonna shift gears just a tad bit we're gonna talk about moving forward as regards to relationships coming from the healing aspect because a lot of times we move forward into maybe a new relationship and we're not completely healed so we have to make sure that we are healed before we're able to move forward so I tell all of my guests always share what you are comfortable with sharing (laughs) so I'm going to put the ball in your court and wherever you go I'm going to ask you questions based on what you say okay um, oh, goodness. Yes. Moving forward um, and healing. First of all, you have to uh, recognize where you broken from. You know, people think about romantic relationships and uh, thinking, oh, you know, she's heartbroken or he's heartbroken. But what people do not understand is that people have um, not healed from childhood things. Um things they went through with their parents, things they went through with their siblings growing up, uh, you know, different types of family feuds, um, academic problems in school, bullying. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in our adult lives, it's not just our romantic relationships. It can be uh, a a business partner or something that we endure along the way. So there are a lot of things that we have to, first of all, you have to recognize, you have to recognize um, your problem. Um, And that's when you can, first of all, begin that healing process. First of all, you got to recognize it point blank. You have to recognize before you can move forward and you have to learn your own early signs. Mm -hmm. And you have to also realize when it comes to that healing uh, process Everybody healing process is different. Yes. It may take me, it may take you two months. It may take me two, what, two, a year to two, because I've been, (laughs) listen, it has taken me, the last relationship, I think it took me two years Hmm. because I let it linger and I did it. See, here's the thing. And I heard, uh, I can't remember who I was listening to, but they made a valid point. Um, there's a difference between coping mm-hmm. and actually healing. Oh, yeah. Now, sometimes we do things to cope, yes. to go from day to day. Yes. And sometimes you actually heal, but it lingered and took my process a lot longer because I wasn't actually healing. Right. I was just coping. And I say all the time, there's so many different things that you can do to cope. Mm-hmm. Some people it may be drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Some people it may be sex. Some people it may be food. Like for me, it's food. Now there was a time where one of my coping mechanism was drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. There was a time where my coping mechanism was sex. But now it is food. <laughs> so 
food is one of those things, but it's like a lot of times we have to do what is necessary in order for us to get the true healing right. now. And I'd say, and I say this a lot now, I'm, I feel like I'm in a place now of truly healing. healing. So how do you, and, and, and you did say that you are a counselor. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you're going through that process of healing, how do you know that you truly, healing. truly healing instead of just coping? Well, I, I have a list of some of the things that you said, and there are some, um, I'm going to give you some examples of some unhealthy coping okay. um, mechanisms. Um, and so, like you said, some unhealthy coping strategies oh are uh, like drugs and alcohol use, um, overeating, mm -hmm. procrastination. Um, sometimes we can slip like into a little depression and we can uh, sleep too much um, and social withdrawal. We, we pull ourselves back from everyone because when you are, you know, going through, you know, sometimes you don't want to be bothered. And then some people, they will uh, throw their negative vibes towards you. So you have to watch out for that too. Um, so not only social withdrawal, but um, some people may uh, try to attach themselves to you. Mm -hmm. um, and some that I see in the youth today that I have been dealing with is self-harm, um, cutting. Kids are cutting. Parents uh, uh, not aware that a lot of kids, and that, uh, as I said, that is a um, a unhealthy coping, you know, strategy. Um, kids are cutting, and they have been cutting like in areas where parents can't see. You know, not only their wrists, but inside their thighs, um, on their backs, their legs, um, their their heel of their foot. So a lot of kids, you know, are using unhealthy coping strategies. Um, during this pandemic, yeah, during this pandemic, and and another one um, that we see in our communities, aggressive, being more aggressive. Um, so there are a lot of unhealthy coping strategies that kids and adults use. Um, but some of the healthier ones um, is like exercising, getting out there, exercising, being more social, um, talking about your problem. And I listen to people and their problems all day, from the kids to youth, you know, to adults. Um, eating healthier um, that, you know, we have this, uh, these stores and these restaurants that offering all these good, nutritious, healthy foods. Yeah. So we, we, they, you know, everybody's up on the health kick right now um, and seeking professional help, seeking professional help, um, using relaxation techniques um, to help heal yourself, help helping yourself along the way. Um, using good social support, talking to someone that you can trust that won't put all your business on social media. Right. You know, hey, because <laughs> people use that as a platform. But let me tell you something, that one thing you won't see me do is vent <laughs> over social media. Um, but, you know, people think that that is healthy. But are you really, you know, are you throwing some shade here and there? But, you know, you have to find out what's your healthy uh, coping strategy um, and using problem solving techniques. Um, if you have a problem, one of the best things to do is try to find a solution. Right. You know, um, don't make the situation worse. Um, so trying to find those healthy uh, coping mechanisms, sometimes you do have to, you know, uh, find a professional to help you find your healthy coping strategy that works for you. Okay. And also, and speak on, of course, and we talk about this a lot, in the Black community, 
uh, there's a stigma as regards to a lot don't want to seek professional help. Oh, mental health. Mental health catches it. Yes, yes. But actually, uh, statistically, it has grown. Um, a lot of people have seek, a lot of African-Americans now begin to seek mental health. They know it's real. It's not just Aunt Lucy crazy. Mm -hmm. It's not just cousin, uh, you know. No, it's people are actually out here uh, getting these resources, um, actually trying to uh, get get help, get help for themselves. And not only that, get help for their children because a lot of stuff stem from our childhood and we bring it into our adulthood mm -hmm. and, and you don't recognize it. And that's how a lot of unhealthy relationships begin. Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've said that you and I have talked about that. Um, I myself was in a relationship early, um, 15 years old. I should have been getting them books better, but um, <laughs> then I was good. Now I graduated and did my thing, but um, got into a relationship early and um and it was healthy it was a, it was good it would probably wasn't appropriate for my age but getting to getting into a good uh, a a relationship at an early age um i didn't know that i i came with baggage you know you uh get into a relationship and these kids all these kids are saying i'm dating i'm dating back in the day you know dating was you actually going out with someone and spending time but these kids they talk on social media and now they dating so um that's a different that's that's a whole different topic, right? There. We'll get that another day. Right. But um, yeah, it is uh it has been really trying during this this pandemic. So um I had I had a, a another point I wanted to make real quick and I lost that that spot. In regards to relationships. Yeah, in regards to relationship. But back to what I was saying, I'm gonna use myself as an example. Um I got into a relationship young and early. And um, I um, didn't understand the baggage that I came with. Um, and it comes with when we were growing up, you know, you see things, your parents or whatever, however your household is made up. Because everybody's household is made up, whether you come from a single parent home, a two parent home, grandma, uncle, whoever raised you. But coming from a two-parent home and you seeing things and you're enduring things, you're not understanding as a child that that is baggage. That is stuff that you're you're taking in because that is what you see on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And then being in a relationship at an early age, I didn't know. You know, you don't know what you're you're coming in. You just hey, you just happy you got a little boyfriend, somebody right. you can kick it with. Right. But as that relationship developed. And I saw that I, um, I can look back now. Oh, I was, I was something. Um, <laughs> I was a nitpicker. Um, I try to make everything perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, you try to make everything perfect because you saw what you didn't want. Right. But you, you kind of become that same person or you, you become that, you, you carry that baggage into that relationship. Um, and then, you know, things can develop over time. And until you, like I said before, recognize it. You can't fix it, right. which, you know. So I was well into my adult years. Um, and after I did get married, I did marry my um, my child's father, my children's father, four kids, one father. Let me let me put that out there <laughs> and put that out there. Four kids, one one baby daddy. Yeah. And um, and we did get married. And we had a great relationship uh, in the beginning. And, you know, and things happen along the way. I'm not going to go into too many, uh, to go in too deep of it, but things happen along the way. And um, 
but we we then parted. But over that time, um, me being in school and taking all this psychology, I started learning myself. And I started recognizing that I had some unhealthy coping skills. And uh, to make a long story short, I once I recognized it, I had to then go back and start uh, my own healing process. And people do their healing process, whatever works for you. My healing process was going to church and learning more about myself because the Bible taught me more about myself. And um, that's what I did. I started learning more about fasting and praying. Um, And when I did that, it opened up my eyes and I started seeing things about myself. And see what we we love to do. We love to say, Lord, fix that man. You know, Lord, you know, change that person. No, you got to start with you. You got to identify you. And I tell my students that every day. You have no control over other people. You only have control over you. The only thing you have control over when it comes to somebody else is how you respond to it. Right. So you can't control. I can't control what um, took place um, in my past. So I am a person who deals with the here and now. The past has happened. Um, Sometimes people do go through some more traumatic things that they have to address in different ways. But with mine, it was like I picked up the pieces from where I was. And I wanted to understand how can I make my here and now better. And so that's what I did. I started my healing process because the past had happened. I've, I've been married. I've been divorced. I had my kids. I raised my kids. Three out of four is out of school. So I've been doing that mommy thing for a long time, tw- almost 28 years. So I um, at one point in time, like I said, I got to the point where I said, you know, it's time to really uh, fix this, not just cope with it. You know, because I had some, like you said, hey, I had some coping strategies too. I'm not gonna name, but I'm not gonna put it out there. I'm not gonna put it out there. But I use that. Um, ooh, Lord, I hear you. I hear you speaking to me. But um, yes, I, I had my own little coping strategies that I use, and and all of them wasn't healthy because I wasn't always there. I'm there now, but um, they weren't always healthy. Right. Um, you know, we, we do things to cope. Right. Um. But um, over time, I learned the healthy coping, you know, strategies and that that helped me move forward. So now I can look back and uh, I saw you had I could recognize what I was doing wrong mm-hmm. or what I, I knew what I, I did, what I knew, you know, um, because remember, you're watching your family members, you know, and if you see the same thing, you're going to think you're doing it right because that was part of your norm. Yes. And so that was, it wasn't it wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy. Um, but over time, like I said, I got it right. I got it right. Um, so now um, I'm ready now. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm single. I'm single and mingling. Um, I'm, I'm dating and I'm dating healthy. You know, if you ain't got it together, no, I don't know if you ain't got it together, you can just keep on moving. Don't bring any negative vibes. But um, I'm ha- I'm happy though. I'm happy. I'm happy. Like I said, I'm a grand duchess. Hey, and I, I got my kids and they all are doing well. Um, and um, I, I've been a single parent but they, their father is active in their life, and he's been active in their life, a very good financially supportive father. Um, 
they don't get to see him that much because of his career and it keeps him on the go. But, you know, I recognize over time that it wasn't just him. You know, it wasn't just him and his flaws. Oh, oh, Duchess got flaws too. Yes, I'm not that perfect 10. I <laughs> Listen, not, I am not that perfect 10. You know, 10. we're quick to point the finger yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's what people do. People point the, you know, it's easy to blame that other person. Yes. And you know what? That is part of the time when you're not healed right. because you're still blaming someone else. Right. You're still blaming someone else. And when I knew I was healed is when I was able to start recognizing that Duchess was not flawless. Right. And that's, you know, that was a very big part of it. Yes, I, I got flaws, you know. And talk about, if you feel comfortable talking about, we were talking about the year fast. The year fast. Oh, man. Yes, I um, I can share that now. Um, during the time when I was searching and I knew I had already recognized, um, I had all my warning signs and 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 looking at the different things and how to approach this situation. Um, but when I was serious about my healing process, what I did, I I prayed, I prayed, and I prayed in a in a way that it was so different, um, because. Not only did I prayed, I can remember it was a summer at my church that we it was a night that uh like was it vacation Bible school or um they were talking about fasting and I couldn't wait to that class and in that you know that class to give me that foundation to really learn about fasting because I had already heard about fasting but I never really studied it. Mm -hmm. So that was the foundation that I used to start my healing process, really get into it. So we had a class at my church and um, it was about fasting, fasting and praying. So I, I went through that and I learned it. I learned it. But, you know, of course, anything you learn, kids, that's out there, you know, a teacher can teach you, but it takes you to go and do your own research. Right. And that's what I did. So after I got that introduction to fasting and praying, I then started my own study and I had to pray, you know, and I talked to God just like I'm talking to you. I'm like, Lord, right. come on here. Now, you know, I ain't got this thing. I'm trying <laughs> to get right now. You know, I know what I want in the future. <laughs> and so, and they know, and that's my relationship because if anybody know me, they know I mean just what I say and how I right. say it. You right. know, hey, I mean that thing, you know, get me right. And so I went into really researching, um, not just getting the Bible, but there are other study guides and resources out there that I use. And I learned you know, different things first before I started fasting and praying. Right. I, I wanted to get all my resources together. That's just like getting ready to write a paper, a, a term paper. First, you got to gather all your information first, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I did. I gathered all my information first before I started. And once I got it, then I start using it. You know, we can have all these resources, but until you learn how to apply them, right. it's a whole different level. And so that's what I did. I um I got my resources together and I started. I started praying and I started fasting. And no one knew. Um, I learned that the most things that I like. And they were some of the things that I was coping with and things that I used as right. that, you know, hey, I'm, you know what I'm saying, you know, hey, we use some things now. <laughs> I, um, I use those things and I use different things to fast and fasting. I, I got away from them, things that I desired, things that I wanted. Um, and I, I actually fast for a year. I prayed a different kind of prayer 
Um, I could feel it. I could feel it in the, the soul, my soul, the pits of my stomach. Um, and I fast and I prayed for a year. And, and, you know, it's just like anything. You can give up this for a while, but after a while, you get used to not having it. Right. So after a while, I, hey, that didn't, I, I was used to it, you right. know? So, hey, I moved on to something else, something that I desired, something that I wanted. Um, and I gave it up. And people, no one know, you know, I didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't for every, that was between, I was intimate with God because I was real. Right. And um, I kept it, I kept it, it was sacred and I kept it, it was just between me and God because I wanted him to heal me. I, my homegirls, my homeboys right. and, and little Johnny down here, he couldn't, these people couldn't help me, right. you know, because I was actually on my own personal journey to heal him. And I fast and I prayed for a year and, and, and I had different things I wanted to be delivered from. But during that time, I wanted to be healed from a unhealthy, toxic relationship. And I um, and one thing I tell people, you can be in a relationship. It doesn't mean you being abused physically because I've never been abused physically. Um, but I have worked with, you know, abused women and children, but I've, you know, I've never personally been abused, but I've been in situations that was abusive, like growing up, growing up, seeing my mom and dad, my mom and dad fought like cats and dogs, you know, um, and that was something I said I was not going through. Man raised his hand to me. Oh, I can't even say it. You know, I, I'm out here. This, this public, this, <laughs> right. may, this is, you know, this, this may be, um, you know, hey, this might be evidence. So no, I, but I was, you know, you 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 use and you and you go through things and you see th things. And I no, I wasn't going through that. I, I wasn't going through that. Um, and I thank God I never did. But as we know, there's different types types of abuse. You know, everything isn't physical. Right. It could be mental. And I think that that is the type of abuse that I went through, mental abuse, because after a while, a woman can feel like uh, she's not good enough. Or um, why he can't do this or that, that. And then you start blaming yourself. You start blaming yourself. And then after a while, if you blame yourself long enough, you'll start believing it. Right. And what do we women do? We uh, use those unhealthy coping skills, eat, gain weight. Um, and there, there, there's different things that we do, like I said, using those unhealthy coping skills. Um, but like I said, going through my own healing process, I... I fast and I prayed and I was delivered. So now I, I I can live. I live and I and I'm happy to where I am. I'm I'm at a good place in my life now. So yeah, fasting so. and praying and a lot of people get the terms confused with the fasting and praying. For my understanding, um, when you're fasting, it is it particularly now. This is what I'm doing. You correct me if I'm wrong. That when you do the fasting, the fasting is as it relates to food. Am I correct? Well, because I was told that when you're fasting, mm -hmm. like for me, what I call fasting now is when I like say if I fast from 6 a.m. to like 12 noon, mm -hmm. I'm drinking water. I'm not eating any food at whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But like, say if you want to take a uh, break, which I used to do. Well, I still do this from time to time because I really don't be on social media unless mm -hmm. I'm podcasting. But right. um, when you're off of social media and things of that nature, I'm actually um, was taught that that's more of like consecration. Well, and and, and as to each his own, you mm -hmm. know, because the way 
the way I was raised and the things that I saw, that's what they say. You, you fast from food and you yeah. fast from water. Yeah. Oh, Jesus went up, Moses went up, then he what fast 40 days, 49. You know, I every to each his own. Yeah. I can only say what worked for me through my experience. Yeah. I fast from the things that were habitual. Yeah. And there were a lot of things that are habitual. Yeah. Um, just like today, what social media went down, Facebook, and I got Listen. so many texts. People <laughs> like, what's going on? Is yours up? Is yours down? What's going on? Oh, I thought I was in Facebook jail. Honey. I, you know, I, I get on social media. I, I use that as, that's my entertainment. I don't take right. that stuff serious. <laughs> I don't tell people they better not take my, my page serious. Um, but but you know, it depends, you know, and I have known people, I've known adults that have fast because they felt like they were addicted to social media. And that's what they call their fasting. Mm -hmm. So I am i can't, you know, rename what they, that's what they said. So yeah. that is what worked for them. Yeah. And some, like you said, they fast certain hours and in during those certain hours, they, they may not be, they may not be eating from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. But what are you also doing in that time? They may be praying and talking mm -hmm. to God and right. I Isolating themselves and getting closer to God so they can hear him right. and, and see that's what I did. I uh, eliminated a lot of things out of my life during a year because see, people don't understand. I'm not saying from 6 a.m. to 6 to 6 p.m. I said a year. Yeah. So. That so it was like it was like a, a daily process from sunup to sundown whenever you woke up that day mm -hmm. until you lay down. There so you the, go. it was like a whole day. So it wasn't no particular hour, no right. food. You know, so it was like a daily thing. It basically, daily. basically in a nutshell, well, whatever things that you were struggling with, mm -hmm. like for for example, we always say I know I say this term a lot. We have to die. I have to die to my flesh. There you go. Because but I've noticed that. Once I started doing more fasting and praying mm -hmm. and really listening to God there you go. and God starts to show us <laughs> ourselves, yes. because like you said, mm -hmm. you realize that Ooh. it's just, it's not all on that other person. That's right. That's right. And God showed you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and yes. some stuff you be like, I did that. Yes, I did what? Yes, yes, yes. But I'm a, and, I, and I had someone that asked me today, if you could go back and change, would you? And I'm going to tell you what I, what I told them. I'm going to be honest with you. If you had a magic wand and you could go back and change your past, and some people got some hurtful things in their past that they're still struggling with today. Um, I answer their question this way. If I could go back, my answer would be no, because everything in my life that I endured and I'm, and I'm, and I was real, I was serious. If I go back and change something, I will alter everything mm -hmm. because everything happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, th is there some things in my past I wish didn't happen? Yes. There's some relationships I wish didn't take place. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's some people I wish I didn't meet. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's some things I didn't do. Yes. You know, I'm human. I, I'm in the flesh. So of course, yes. But if I could, I wouldn't because I could alter my life today. And it's just that serious. It's just that serious because I have four kids. If I alter something, maybe my kids wouldn't be here. You know, if I alter something, I may not be here. Right. So, no, I, I am happy with the here and now. What I do and what I focus on now is how can I make today better for my tomorrow? Mm. Say that again. And that's it. I mean, that's real. If anyone know Dutch is that they know I mean that. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I am here 
And that's what I, and that's my philosophy. That is uh, like a gestalt theory. It's the here and now. I am, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. How can I improve my today? You know, right. um, yesterday happened. Yesterday is just that yesterday. How can I move forward and make my, my future better today and, and tomorrow? Yesterday is yesterday. Wow. And, you know, I got to show love to my church family because um, Pastor Kelsey and Prophetess, they did a series on rejection. Mm. And one of the I think the um, they wrapped it up yesterday. But at the end of the sermon, one of the things that he did say that regardless of what we went through, just like you said, it was necessary. It was yeah. necessary. Yeah. I mean, all of the hurtful things, mm-hmm. all of the betrayal, oh, yes. all of the pain that you had to do oh, to endure. Yes. It was necessary yes. Yes, to yes, make yes. us who we are today. And mm-hmm. like you said, it would alter who yeah, we yeah. are. Yes, it will alter. And I don't know. I don't know how deep it would alter my life now. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, you move, you, you've met different people. And if you, if you change something in your past, if you had that ability, where would you be? Who would you be? Right. I, I don't want to risk it. I love me and I love where I am, you know, where I am. And um, only thing I can do now is look forward and, and you know, improve, improve, self-improvement daily. Right. Self-improvement daily. You always supposed to wake up. You, and, I, and I think I just posted uh, a couple of days ago. You wake up, you have a choice. You have two things, a choice that you can make and, you know, another chance. Right. So guess what? Make the best of it. Right. And that's it. That's it. Make the best of it. And I will also like to say this. It's okay. Um, People feel bad when, say, you have history, whether it be relationships, whether it be friendships. It's okay to outgrow people because sometimes when you let me tell you something when you're going through that fasting and praying not only do you uh god show you yourself but you you're able to take the blinders off oh yeah and you see people for who they really are and i've been learning that some people oh tori you always been that sweet person you yes 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 if you want something call tori call tori because tori gonna say yeah no i'm sorry no i ain't gonna let nobody drain my energy you will not take me there sorry no, yeah, call Tori. Tori will give it to you. Tori, help you out. <laughs> Tori, Tori, no, I mean her. We go way back. So, yeah, Tori, call Tori. Mm-mm, no, no. We but I, you make me laugh with that. I to say no. Because that was actually where I, exactly where I was going. Mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. that when I started to clearly hear the voice of God, there you go. that I was being used yeah, and taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people was taking my kindness for granted and go. just really in it. And it was draining me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll drain your spirit. Oh, God. I, let me tell you something. And, and I just told someone, I will not allow you to pierce my spirit with your venom. Mm. You will not. Say that again. That's powerful. Say that again. You will not pierce my spirit with your venom. You will not. No. So you, you, you get that gift of discernment, honey. Sometimes it hurt, but you have to let people go. And it's sometimes family. You, you you can't get rid of family, but you can uh, know when you want to deal with them. You have that choice of when you want to tolerate and deal with them. No, 
you're not draining me. You're not draining me. You will not pierce my spirit. No, not no, no. People got away with it before, but <laughs> no, no, you will, you will not. No, 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 no. But you know, and it is like I said, that's a part of the healing process. It's okay to say no, um, and and you have to say no sometimes because something you just can't. Something sometimes yeah. you have to let people figure out things on their own. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and that's just like these kids. Sometimes, you know, we give them, we give them, we give let them figure it out. We let them figure it out. And I had to learn that. And I'm going to be honest with you. My ex-husband taught me that too. Um, because, you know, as a young mom, we doing everything for our kids. Right. And, and I did. I used to do everything for my kids. He actually taught me to teach them, use the microwave, get up and, you know, do things that help them become independent. And I guess, guess what? I got three out now. <laughs> and they don't, they do not ask me for anything. Money, finance, and they, they're working, they're self-sufficient. Uh, what They're what, tw- one's getting ready to turn 28 in January. Uh, the other one's getting ready to turn 24 in December. My son is 18. Yeah, they get these jokers out the way. <laughs> I told you. Mm-mm. Get these jokers out the way. My, my baby girl is 16. Mm, she's 16. She'll be 17 in January. But even she, she wanted to work since she was 14. Teaching your kids independence. Communicate with them. Talk with them. These kids, these are these social skills that these kids need, you know, amongst themselves, among them friends, know your kids, friends, you know, right. all that plays a part, you know, because these kids are, have a world of their own and you would never know if they get mixed up in something. Know your kids, you know, you ain't gonna know everything because Lord knows we don't hear some stuff. <laughs> we ain't gonna get into that. That's a different topic. <laughs> we, we, we definitely ain't gonna get into that now. Um but yeah, I know your kids. You know, people say, I ain't my kids' friends. No, I don't have any 28-year-old friends, but I I can hold a conversation with them. Yeah. You know, I'm done raising. I'm right. done raising them, but right. I still guide them. Right. And, that, you know, you always mom. You always mom. So I'm always going to guide them. Um, I had to tell mine, stop telling them friends to call me. I'm tired. I'm off work now. <laughs> you know, I had they, they friends would call me. Right. Thomas, where you at? No, honey, I'm all call call me. Let's see, call me a little late. Not today. <laughs> Give me a break. I need to mind, you know, self-healing. You got to um mindfulness. Yeah. You got to renew yourself. You got, you know, when you are pouring into people every day, all day, you have to. Because if you don't, you're gonna be an empty vessel. What can you give? Right. You got to take care of yourself. You have to. So I'm gonna give you a little bit, but I won't, I won't never give nobody everything. <laughs> that was my problem, giving everything. Mm-hmm. And, and you get drained. You yeah. get drained. Yeah. And you can also slip into depression like that because mm-hmm. you you will isolate yourself. You're st- you you you're not feeding your soul, you know. And uh, no, we can't, I don't do that. That's a, no. No. Mm-mm. And no is a complete sentence. No, that's it. No. And it's like sometimes I well, I can only speak for me. When I was saying no, mm-hmm. I want to give an explanation. And will I have? Ooh, mm-mm. <laughs> I, I learned that. I learned that from one of my last ones. Um, you don't have to explain yourself. When you explain yourself to someone, that means you you it's like you owe them. You were obligated. I ain't obligated to nobody. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. <laughs> no, when you say no, you stand firm and it's no, you know, unless you want to. Right. I know it's no. And my mama tell you, if she was here, she'd take no. <laughs> if I say no, 
I mean, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't explain why, because no is for a reason. And I don't say no to everyone, but if I say no, that it, it has a meaning behind it. Now, if you know me well enough, you're going to understand why. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> and I, I don't feel bad. I, I don't, I, I don't carry no, um, I don't carry that, that, that weight. I, I just said, you're not going, I'm a bubbly person. You're not going to frame me with your venom. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Right. So, right. But you're doing good now. You, you will say no. <laughs> Sometimes doing, <laughs> you're doing better, but doing, that's, that shows you, you're, that's growth. Yeah. That's growth. I'm, I'm growing. Yeah, yeah. I'm growing. And like I said, over the past, I would say, this is what, 2021 over the past, I would say three Three to five years, I have actually been going through a pruning season, mm. and you're realizing oh. and you're realizing that a lot of things got like a lot of times we ask God to remove things, mm. but Ooh. remove things, people, and sometimes places. Well, mm. I know I don't need to go here. Mm-hmm. I know I don't need to watch this. I Ooh. know I don't need to read this. You know what I mean? Oh, now I'm gonna tell you right there. When you <laughs> ask, I'm gonna tell you that was part of my that was part of my fasting and praying. Mm-hmm. Um, like just like that Jabez prayer. Don't ask for something without asking God to also prepare you for what you're right. praying for. Right. And that's one thing. Yes, Lord, I'm asking if if this is what you want of me, help me because I know I didn't have the power to do some things, and I know I needed Him to get me where I, He wanted me to be. Um. Um, and he kept a lot of stuff, but that's the thing. No, you, you know, um, I even gained a, a, a nickname. Um, I'm not going to call the person name who gave it to me, <laughs> but they end up calling me the purger. They end up calling me the purger because but I began to purging people out of my life. Those negative people, you're not fit to drain me. And I did. I, I recognize that um, my kids, if my kids are listening, Lord Hammers, they're going to laugh about it because they know. And that was that is what was happening. Um, I, I I love my family. I love friends, associates, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it did came a time in my life that I had to purge people out of my life. Right now, some people that I purge, you know, they weren't family members because I tell people like this: you can look at, at people as like a book. Some people were will have been. A whole chapter in my life. That means they they still there. They yeah. still they they still walking that walk with me. Um, some people were uh, just words on a page. Mm. Some people were just letters, individual, irrelevant. You know. So it just depends. It just depends. If you mean something to me, or oh, you a chapter, you still here. You still here with me. But if you were irrelevant, you might have taught me a lesson. Oh God! And, and yes. everything, everything has meaning. I don't think anything is was coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could have been very minute, you know. And so, for that reason, purge you, get them out, get re- get rid of them. But like I said, you don't ask God for something you're not ready for, but you also ask Him to prepare you, because if you felt like, hey, I don't need this or this isn't good for me, and you know, but don't ask if you're not ready for it. Or ask God to prepare you for it. And that's what I did. I asked him to prepare me because I know, Lord, this ain't good for me. Please help me through this. And that was a prayer. That was a real prayer. Um, I knew some things that were toxic. 
but I needed him to strengthen me along the way because I knew I wasn't I I was ready, but I didn't have that power. I, I wasn't strong enough, but he brought me through it. I'm here today and I'm doing good. And I love it. I love me. I love it. I love the person. I love the woman who I have become along the way. And I'm still growing. Yeah. You never get to a point where you, I got it all. Yeah. That's why I tell people, you know, back in the day now where you would ask me, I was like, hey, I'm a 10. I'm a strong 10. <laughs> I ain't a strong 10. I'm a strong 8, though. <laughs> I ain't a strong 10, but I'm a strong eight. I'm a strong eight. Because see, when you say you're a 10, that means you are absolutely flawless. You are perfect. And only one person is, you know, uh, flawless, perfect. That's God. That's how I believe. So no, I'm, but I'm a strong eight. I'm sticking by that. You say what you want to say. I'm a strong duchess as a strong eight. You know, hey, I'm here to tell you. I am. I'm a strong eight now. But um, I got some things. I'm still working on it. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and struggling with, you know, yeah. I, I still have some struggles, um, but it's, it's, it's happening. It's but, happening. But here's the thing. What about when you get to those situations where um, you have been delivered from something and you're doing good, mm-hmm. you're doing phenomenal, but maybe a situation occurs or someone appears mm-hmm. and you're tempted to go back to what oh. God delivered you from. Oh, that's one thing. That's one thing you don't do. Um, Cause look, temptation is always, <laughs> Jesus, I heard you just now. Um, <laughs> temptation is always going to show its face. Right. Especially when you're traveling on that road. Right. That, that, that straight and narrow. Right. Yeah, that's what, that's what the devil doing. He's doing his job. He's going to throw them things. And I know people out there in the social media world. Probably, oh, that's a man. No, honey, it, don't, it ain't always a man. It's it not. can be, it, let me tell you something. I have had certain jobs that come and I know, you know, so it, it, it can come in different forms. That temptation can come in different forms. It can be that friend, that family, that situation can pop back up. Cause guess what? Remember people, you had your past and what people would do, throw it up. They, right. They'll throw that thing in your, you know, to try to reveal itself. But guess yeah. what? When you've been delivered, honey, yeah, that used to be me. That ain't me now. Right. You know, and people don't always know your truth. Mm-hmm. They don't know my truth. You can assume. Right. But unless you walked in these shoes, you don't know my truth. So, you know, um, hey, no, let people do and do whatever they do. But no, know your truth and just keep it moving forward. No. Mm-mm. <sighs> But yeah, temptation is going to come. That that's that's a given every day. But you got to stand fast. You know what you believe in. You know what you work. You know towards, um, and you got to know who you are because <laughs> temptation come every day. I mm. mean, and for those who are out there and and and, and they big on social media, come on that DM. I remember not too long ago. Um, this is what 2021. I can remember when I didn't know what DM. I didn't know DM. I guess it's the uh, direct message. Yeah. And so, so I always had somebody in my DM, you know. <laughs> but you know that temptation. Yeah. Because when does that happen? Yeah. When you and your guy might be in outs with each other, right? And then ding dong, there goes somebody in the inbox, and that yeah. might be somebody that you actually like, and somebody yeah. you want to give that temptation. But do you? Can you? You know, say no. Right. Or you gonna keep in that little put it put them in that little black book and set them aside. So you know, temptation comes a lot of different ways. And you know what's crazy? I just discovered maybe two to three months ago, um, when it comes to the inbox, there's a secret little thing. Yeah, I know we talked about that. When, I was um, like, what is it? Um, I uh, I think it was like the dark mode or something. 
I'm on. But you know what? I I have never opened anything. I always delete because I'm too scared of um what it called um, the vir- the viruses. viruses. Stuff, yeah, yeah. People, I don't man. Please no. I always tell people anyway. My um my Facebook place is not my Facebook page is not a uh, dating site. Right. You know. Because right. you know? anyway, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. Because I, I am a talker. Right. So if you want to get to know me, talk to me. Don't right. call me. Don't 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 see and get in my Facebook and talk about you because I didn't have that happen to it. Like you you push the little button and you can pop up and somebody can be you know face to face Zoom like that. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, because you will get deleted or purged. Whatever you want to say. Block. Block. That's right. No, don't do that. Yeah. But you know that that temptation comes in different forms. It comes in different forms. You know. So and I know I'm not the only one out there. No, but you're not. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up. I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. But once again, like if someone wants to reach out to you in regards to now, let me ask you this. Do you do do you do private? Because I know your job requires you to counsel. But mm-hmm. do you also do any private counseling? Like if someone wanted to reach out to you for services, um, do you do that? I have not. That is I have a project that I am working on in the very, very, very near future. And Tori will be the one to get that exclusive judges. <laughs> yeah, you will get that uh, exclusive. Uh, when I bring it to the PD, you will be the one that will put it on the platforms and everyone will know about it. So, yes, I am working on something very big. I am glad God has put me in a position. Um, and I actually have some people waiting on me. So um, it, everything is, is is moving forward in process. Um, shout out to some of my doctor friends. I ain't calling no name because I'm not putting anybody on the spot. Yeah, but, don't, don't. But I, I, I think God for putting certain people in my life that um, that believe in me. They see the work that I do. Um, I am trying to get more active now that I have moved back home in my community so I can get my face out there. But, you know, a lot of people know me, but, I, you know, I, I cater to everyone, not just um, people who look like me. I cater to everyone. Right. Um, so I do have something big that I'm working on. Um, 2022 may be the year. Um, it, it's it's coming. Um, it will not be a fly by night situation. I, I can tell you right. that it, it is here <laughs> to stay. Um, but yes, I am planning something for the PD. Um, and um, and I got a little other places in South Carolina. So when it when it gets off, but I came back home because I want to do some things for back home, my community. Um, and it will be some actual, some services. I, I don't want to get in too much detail, but when it comes, it will offer some services, um, some free services from a certain aspect, you okay. know, um, but we'll get into it when, when, when it hits, it hits, <laughs> um, it, it's coming. And I get the exclusive. Yes. We'll have the exclusive. <laughs> so I feel special and honored. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it'll be hitting a PD. I'm, I said, you know, the first thing you want to do is always take care of home. And right. Hey, I'm a Dalatonian. So, Hey, I'm bringing it home first before okay. I do anything. I'm bringing it home. So do you, uh, you know what? I'm going to ask that question because I don't want you to give mm-hmm. away too much, but mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on. Of course, I will have you back because I actually plan to do some topics in the future Mm -hmm. that is going to require or, you know, have some female as well as male opinions. So I want to bring you back on a panel that I have. There's some things that I'm working on, too. All right. And um, I would love to have you um, 
come on for upcoming shows, some things that are ideas that are coming mm-hmm. across. So, but like you said, um, in anything I do, I like to pray about it first oh, yeah. Yeah. and I have to make sure I get confirmation. I clearly hear it from God and he's telling me that is what I need to do. And like you said, move forward That's with right. it. Now there are some things that we may think, is a great idea mm-hmm. but you have to ask yourself is it a god idea there you go is this lifting uplifting the kingdom is it um glorifying god oh, yes. now there can be some things that are great ideas mm-hmm. but it's actually taking you from god exactly so anything now that i involve myself in mm-hmm. if it's taking me from god it's not a god idea that's, that's it might be that's a little it. great idea it might be a great or idea. A big idea it's a big one. but it's not a god <laughs> idea because i'm trying now i'm not saying for those that may be watching or may watch the replay mm-hmm. none of us are perfect that's right. right but when i look back over my life mm. and i look back over some of the things that god has got me through yes there are some sure. situations that mm-hmm. Had it been, had it not been for him, <laughs> listen, we ain't going to church, but I feel you. What? Yes, I'm yes. just, I'm just saying, if if it yes. wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. There you go. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So we have to take each day, one day at a time, live in the present. In and time. if we, if we think about the past, just mm-hmm. look back for there a moment. Don't go. stay there. Don't stay there. Because, because you have to know where you come from, but don't right. stay in the past. Sometimes right. some of us are so, so stuck in the past mm-hmm. that we can't move forward. Right. We can't right. move forward you, because we stag. hold it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then also when we talked about, we touched about hit, um, relationships earlier. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we feel like, well, I have history with this person. Mm. So I got to stick with them because we have Read history. it in a book. <laughs> Read it in a book, honey. <laughs> Read it in a book. Book. I ain't going back but, to nobody in that past. But listen, just because you have history right, right. does not mean right. that that's not where. Oh, yeah. And I believe also when it comes to relationships, whether it be romantic, whether mm-hmm. it be friends yeah. or pl- pl- platonic mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. I feel as though a lot of times there's lessons to be learned. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if we don't re- if we don't learn that lesson, mm-hmm. it will resurface. There you go. Because it's like for me, for the over the past past what two years it seemed like i kept meeting the same person mm-hmm. in a different body Ooh, and then this last that. time this last time oh, i said okay god i get it mm-hmm. there's this lesson that you need me to learn yeah and i'm refusing to learn it <laughs> so until i learn it until i fully get it mm-hmm. it's gonna keep resurfacing it keeps but trust me what i tell you i got it now. you got it <laughs> I got it now. So you got it now. <laughs> what? Oh goodness, yes. That's a whole nother. You don't even have time for it. Yes. Oh, I got it. It, it got will it. repeat itself. It is yeah. a cycle, but you have to break that cycle. Absolutely. And we, and I'm like I say, we got to live in the here and now. What can we do today? Mm-hmm. To make our present and our tomorrow better. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on, and I would love to have you back. <laughs> I am coming I mean, <laughs> for sure. I'm coming. But well, we, de- we definitely, you definitely gonna come back for the exclusive. Oh yeah, the exclusive. Oh okay. yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. I'm so excited. Now you got me excited. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm excited. I'm excited because God has revealed to me who He is carrying with me on this journey. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to I'm happy and elated to hear that. Oh yeah. Oh yes, for sure. I'm super excited. So just stay focused. <laughs> oh yeah. Which I know you are. Yes. I know you are. <laughs> And yes. to those of you out there um that are watching the Keep the Faith podcast, I'm going I hope I'm looking in the camera. 
I think I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> if you would like to be a guest on the Keep the Faith podcast, you can email me at faithisnecessary at gmail.com. That's faithisnecessary at gmail.com. Or you can call me or text me at 843-920-8124. That number again is 843-920-8124. And if not only if you would like to be a guest, if you have a topic, some, you know, some topics you may not want to come on camera. And if you want to be anonymous, just shoot me an email and we will make it happen. So I love to have you. And also I like to say, if you are a, if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, um, if you would like to be a sponsor or advertise your business on the podcast, definitely let us know. Um, you can also email me as well if you would like to be a sponsor because we have a variety of podcasts. There's some of everything. I got to go show much love to 119 Media Group. We're we're making quality content and we're doing big things. So if you like to be a sponsor on any of our podcasts, definitely reach out to me. Now, I want to give out Jamil's number, but hold on. Let me look it up because I do not know it by heart. If you like to talk to Jamil, he can also... Um, he can also put you on as well. You can reach out to him as far as getting um, sponsorships as well. He'll set you up a good package deal. And you can call him at 843-687-5055. That number again is 843-687-5055. If you would like to be a sponsor or advertise on any of our podcasts. And remember, we have a lot of podcasts on under the 119 Media Group Um umbrella so we not only do we advertise on the podcast we, we also can utilize our platforms our mm -hmm. social media platforms as well so we need to take full advantage of that so make sure you reach out to Jamel Lyde and uh, he'll be more than happy to assist you I thank you all for watching if you missed the beginning definitely watch the replay okay and like I say at the end of each show you may bend but definitely don't you dare break and always remember to keep the faith here we are all right. Peace out, y'all. Y'all have a great evening. Love it.